y'all. It's Date Card Pod. I'm Jenna. I'm Danica. And I don't know how to, we still don't know how to do intros. <laughs> we still don't know how to podcast. It's been like 70 zillion episodes. I, I think we've watched 80 billion hours of content and we still don't know how to fucking talk about this shit. But um, I don't know what they expect from us. They just like throw like all of this fucking content at us and they're like, here, you make something of it. And we're like, but we didn't ask for this much content. Just like mm-hmm. a little bit, please. I think we wanted a little bit of Bachelor as a treat. And what we got was just like, oh, you want something? Here's five fucking hours of shit you didn't fucking ask for. Uh, So for all of you hobbyists out there that aren't making a fucking cent doing this thing, just enjoy. Enjoy the hell that's going to be your life this week. It's not like I have a job interview that I have to prepare for tomorrow and I'm doing this instead. And I'm never going to make any more money in my life. Nope. No, nope. not at all. No, it's not like I am um, work, you know, a bunch of hours taking care of two small babies and have to like, you know, be responsible. But instead, I have to watch ABC until 11 p.m. last night and then go home and cry myself to sleep thinking about all these fucking champagne tears. And oh, my God, it's just insane. It was just really I mean, we like the show, y'all. But like, why did we have to have three hours last night? I mean, it was just, just so much. <laughs> and this week, this week is not just like three hours on Monday. It's three hours on Monday. For some reason, nothing's happening on Tuesday. I, I don't remember if we talked about that or not. I still don't know why. Blank schedule Tuesday and then two more hours on Wednesday. And I will not be participating in the next podcast. Sorry, That's y'all. Fine. Yeah, it's okay. I'm still debating how I'm going to ha- tackle it as far as like if I'm going to watch it live tomorrow or do it at work. But uh, yeah, we're, we'll, we will have a podcast on Thursday and it'll be me and maybe a guest. I'm not sure. And regardless, it's going to be um, a mess because I'm going to be a mess. And I and I wish we were more positive. <laughs> but, like, they, just, they, really, they really wanted to fuck us over. I really think it's a conspiracy to fuck over all the people who are doing podcasts, you know, because... How are they supposed to? How are we supposed to do this? Mm-mm. I don't know. Uh-uh. Like well, even like people like Nick Vial are doing like double time, where he's mm-hmm. like doing his normal podcast content and he's doing Bachelor specific episodes, and I'm just like, okay, well, it must be nice to have the fucking time. I can't mm-hmm. even like. Sometimes when I think about recording this podcast, like I do love doing it, and I do love you, and I do love this show. And mm-hmm. I do love talking my ass off for yes. hours with nobody listening to me. Um, it's just, it's, it's really exhausting. <laughs> like we, this is our second take at an intro because the first time we were just like, what are our names even? I don't fucking know anymore. What's the name of this show called? I don't know. We both biffed it. We biffed it so <laughs> like, hard. <laughs> like we can't even like do this one thing. So I think they're just really trying to like push us out of the, out of the market, you know, like all 200 of y'all that listen are really, really just eating up the revenue from the billions of people that listen to whatever the fuck Nick and Rachel are doing, you know? <laughs> it's like, here y'all, like, what? what is ABC afraid of, man? They're like, it's a conspiracy. They're afraid of the fucking shit we're talking about. It's too real, man. Uh, what is ABC afraid of? White women that have time. <laughs> and it's us. 
Mm-hmm. You think that would be their uh, target demographic, but they don't want queer, loud women with time. And anyway, not that we have the time, but we're making the time. Well, I will say this week was um, there wasn't too much happening in Batch, New, uh, Batch Nation except for the horrible, devastating breakup that was Grocery Store Joe and Kendall, IRP. IRP is what you just said. I said what did I say? IRP? IRP. I rest <laughs> peacefully. That's what I meant to say. Wow. Okay. This is great. Oh, super fun. Um, this is how tired we are, y'all. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, but like for real, I think they were one of my favorite bachelor couples. It felt like as, it felt almost like um, when Caitlin and Sean broke up to me. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they seemed, and I think it's because I just like, Kendall and Joe separately so mm-hmm. much that like I just don't want them to be like in pain and I hate that people are just going to be like speculating about like why for so long like I think some people in Bachelor Nation are like a little bit worthy of scrutiny just like why did they break up and like I don't want that for them I want them mm-hmm. to be like happy and just like I don't know it what do you like they just, just they're so the- they were just so cute and and they were so like unproblematic and and, you know, I just, I mean, they would have had gorgeous babies and uh, whatever. I think um, it just seemed like a thing where, like, Joe was, like, caught up in, like, this, like, whirlwind where he was, he seemed like, like, he loved Chicago and, like, mm-hmm. he just got yeah. caught up in this, like, whirlwind of, like, bullshit and, like, success and yeah. like weird stuff and then had to move to LA for that and like now that things were like calming down and they were like oh. deciding on like a future for themselves and like what that would look like for both of them that he wanted to be closer to home and she's from Los Angeles if i remember right or like mm-hmm. in the area yeah and she just didn't want to move away from her family either so it really just seemed like a lifestyle conflict and you Which know what? Sucks. Yeah, like it sucks, but like kudos on them for just being like, hopefully the more you know mature. It's pretty, it's mature, you know. Just mm-hmm. move on and you know shake hands and say thank you. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, ugh, don't do like what Clay and Angela did because I think that was like a similar issue. But they were just so messy, so Very messy. Very sad. sad. Yeah, but. Well, anyway, if Joe wants to like slide into our DMs, or well, you know, Kendall as well, because oh my god. They're so gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> They're fucking gorgeous. Uh, was there anything else we were going to talk about? Dispatch Nation? Uh, mm. I think the only other thing we were thinking about was like uh, Dylan and Hannah G went on an <laughs> episode of Rachel Lindsay and Becca Kufrin's podcast and I listened to it. And like, I think we were only going to talk about it because there was a chat in our like bachelor group that we're a part mm-hmm. of on Facebook. That was just like, oh, Dylan comes off as a total fucking asshole, like when he's not on the show. And y'all, like, like listen to it for yourselves, um, because I'm not like the end all be all. But from what I heard, he sounds like a total fucking asshole. I mean, he looks like just like a preppy, like fraternity type kind of guy who was like very model esque and like you know, I don't know, but not like Tyler model-esque. And yeah. um, it's like Silicon so, Valley 
bullshit model-esque Ooh, yes yeah. kind of like bay area fuckboy vibe mm-hmm. um gosh i wonder where venmo joe is john venmo john, john. <laughs> yeah mm, i'm gonna check up on him not that he was know. a douchebag but he was a bay area guy so anyway yeah check just on rich him. and hot as usual yes, love it um a lot of people were saying that like the Here to Make Friends podcast people did an interview with Becca and Ben, and they discussed what's happening at these fucking Bachelor live shows that Danica and I are going to be attending in March. And But I also heard from multiple people, they're like, it still doesn't make any sense at all. So we will still not know what's going on until we go to that show and probably get too drunk and get kicked out of a very nice uh, venue. So we'll see. Excited for that. Can't wait very to get arrested again. Oh, wonderful. Um, so we have three hours to go over, but we're not going to, we're just going to try just gonna our go. best. We're going to go our best, y'all. And um, yeah, have fun with it. But, I would like um, to start, if I could. Go ahead, please. Um, Peter is so bad at this. <laughs> he is incredibly bad. Very, very bad. A coward uh, who can, honest to God, like not make a decision, stand his ground, stand by what he says. He has done this so many times. And this episode is just proof of that again. He's so very, very bad at being mm-hmm. The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. And like, I like him and I want him to succeed, and which is like wild because I don't think that I liked Colton as The Bachelor. Like, I ended up, like, supporting him, like, overall. I ended up liking him at the end. But, like, Peter's a person who I, like, legitimately was rooting for. And mm-hmm. he's just being naughty. <laughs> in a not sexy way. Yeah. And the, yeah, where is, like, that the Peter we knew from last season, like, pulling Hannah up on the, the pool table and, like, putting his hand up her skirt and shit. Like, where's, where's that Peter? He's just spending all this time trying to make sure everyone likes him. Mm-hmm. And listening to every woman and and like just every time they cry he just like goes okay yeah sure 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 and it's so it's so sad to watch it's really like wow dude you really is so annoying because he is exactly like me and i don't want to i don't want to watch me on tv I don't want to watch me be indecisive and I don't want to watch me be complacent to other people's feelings to the point where I sabotage my own future. (laughs) I don't want any of this. I see myself in him and I hate it. Yeah, literally. It's, yeah, yeah. It's real hard. I mean, yeah. So, like, we leave, we, we left off last week. It was about to be a rose ceremony. Alea came back in, did her just like cute little bitchy wave at the girls, came back in, seduced him. And he was like, yeah, of course you can come back in. And and he, and he gives her a rose, which when he didn't, he did not need to do at all. We discussed this last week. He did not need to give her a rose, but he did anyway. And mm-hmm. it, the episode left off when all the women are just basically yelling at him and yelling at each other about like the disrespect that he's showing them. And I mean, all super valid, like not a single person was, uh, I don't see any lies. And so he just like, is like, I don't really know what to do. And then he basically just like takes Alea over to the side after like talking to a couple more women and being like, this is really weird. And then he just like fucking tells her to go home. What? 
so cowardly. Why you, you I you just gave her the rose literally like the night before, and then now you're like, oh, uh, he just like sits her down and starts all saying all this beautiful stuff to her, and then he's like, but you know, it's just too hard. It's just mm -hmm. a little too much. I'm gonna go ahead and send you home, and like. That's relatable for sure. I've done that. I've texted people. Hey, it's just too much. It's not gonna work out, buddy. But like, I, I can, I, I felt for her in that moment. That, that must have been hard. Oh yeah, that was, it was especially mean because he's listening to people like McKenna who are wearing a literal just like, what is that hair clip even like? He's listening to people like that that are just like, you hurt my feelings, and I'm just like, okay, baby, go home. Like I'm. Yeah. She's 22 and she's wearing a hair clip that's like the size of like a cell phone in her hair. <laughs> and maybe it has a Bluetooth. Maybe there's like a Bluetooth mic in it. I don't really know. It's hard to say. And you're like, what is she doing? I don't, she is ready to pop. And I mean, and she does later, spoiler alert, but yeah. fuck, it's like, yeah, don't listen to her. Don't listen. He can't. Oh, why do you think he just listens no i guess you're right it's just that he wants to be liked by everybody right mm -hmm. i mean you like one person tells him something and he's like the sky is blue another girl comes in and starts crying she's now like the sky is green and he's like oh my god you're right i believe you you know he just can't like well i mean i part of me feels like too um like he obviously didn't ask for her to come back he didn't like ask the he didn't tell the producers he made a mistake mm -hmm. she came back on her own volition which is weird yeah. Um. And so he seems to be like, it almost seems to me like he was like, oh yeah, you can come back, not thinking the women would care since it's so early in the process. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like he really wanted her there because like, why would you let somebody, it seems like he didn't want to hurt her feelings. Yes. He knew she wasn't like a top four person or anything. So it was mm -hmm. just like, oh, maybe she can just like stay for like, a couple of rounds and then everybody was fucking pissed off at him. Mm -hmm. So like mm -hmm. he sent her home just, but I mean, he could have sent her home in the rose ceremony too. I get, well, no, cause he gave her a rose. That's <laughs> everything about it is so weird. I'm spiraling. Yeah. I, know. Like, I mean, it's, I can only imagine what he's doing too. It's just, it's really unfortunate. I don't, he, he just needs to make a decision. I don't know. Like, I know Hannah wa wavered a bunch with, like, the Luke situation, but otherwise she, like, really would make clear standard, you know? And I kind of miss that. I miss that of the... Oh, you, you watched Ben Higgins' season, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was the axe man. And he was just like, chop, chop, chop. I don't like you, gone. I don't like you, gone. You're nice, but, like, not the person, gone. Mm -hmm. That's that's the key. That's who you gotta fucking look at. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh boy and it's just weird that this is not the first time that this has happened like mm -hmm. he keeps doing it over and over and over again <sighs> and, it, and it won't and it doesn't really end later anyway so he, the, he has the rose ceremony and he sends <laughs> he sends deandra and kiara home which are like just these i love them so much and i hope that they're on bip they're so sweet and like mm -hmm had personality i mean god and then apparently he sends home a woman who was named savannah who um i guess was there the entire time we never knew her i actually like honestly don't think i literally ever saw her speak i would love to like find it like if there was like anything she ever said beautiful woman but like who savannah what i don't really it's also i also feel that it's weird that he sent deandra home because i thought that they he like mm -hmm. had a really great conversation with her now. Like yeah. 
Yeah. I feel like they had a really great talk and like he was vibing. I just like don't really know what happened. Yeah. I mean, I think like part of the reason I don't love Peter as a bachelor is because I can't get like a good read on like who he's actually like feeling because Mm -hmm. number one, he keeps flip flopping on everybody, Mm -hmm. but he also just like doesn't seem to be. He's asking for like genuine interactions with people like tell me what you feel like mm-hmm. give me everything you have but he doesn't seem to be reciprocating that with literally anybody Mm-mm. like I don't feel like I've gotten to know Peter a whole lot better and I mm-hmm. don't feel like I've gotten to know these women a whole lot better like I think he's like hung up he's hung up he's hung up on something like I don't know if something. it's Hannah I don't care like what it is he's just not mm-hmm. committing no. to this process like I'm sorry no that's true yeah, yeah, he's not fully committing. Interesting. Uh, Bless him, young boy. Um, uh, we did get a point where at some point, I think it was Victoria Fascist was like, I'm 26 and that makes me feel so depressed. And he laughs because apparently he thinks that's funny. <laughs> uh, rude. And then he goes, yeah, well, I'm 28. I hope that's not a problem for you. I'm like, y'all can go burn in a fire for a million years. I can't. No. I'm sorry. No, you can't. Oh my God. No, it's okay to be depressed, but like you're 26. It's fine. You're going to be okay. It's okay to be depressed. It's not okay to be 26. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you stopped being 26. Yeah. I had to. Yeah. And I started being 28 so I could be the lead in my own story. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was just about to shit on 28 year olds, but I'm not going to now. Ooh. Actually, please shit on me in a sexy way. Okay, definitely. Well, I've been pooping a lot tonight, so that will not be <laughs> hard for me to do. No, like, okay, wait. Will you tell me, brief interlude, what is the worst thing about being 28? Well, you're enti- you, uh, you have like this like real strange confidence because you've like kind of made it past like 25 and you're like really feeling yourself. But then um, the whole like uh, there's a Saturn return thing happens and your whole life falls apart when you're 28. Um, and... I, I know this from experience and like, and I've seen some other people do it and you just, it's a, it's a mess of a season for people and it can be hard to be around because they're just like, uh, uh-uh, nothing's going to happen to me. I'm invincible. And then you do some weird shit. I don't know. So, and I'm just Great saying they're not bad people. Yeah. They're not bad people. I was just like, I would not want to date a 28 year old boy right now because like, that's just going to be a mess. And I'm probably going to get like six UTIs anyway. Yeah, I mean, just, like, maybe the advice is don't date men in general. <laughs> and I'm not listening. <laughs> oh, no. Oopsies. Wait, how old is, uh, what's his face? <laughs> Andrew? I'm, no, I did that on purpose. I didn't know if he was wanted his name. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> Weird. He refers to himself as a 30-something because he thinks it's funny. He's 32, though. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, that's fine. I'm 34, so, yeah, we're 30-somethings. <laughs> <laughs> he's the best he's- i want to actually have him on the podcast one day he would be really good he's here he could come mm-hmm. up but mm-hmm. yeah we'll do that next time ready. yeah he's not ready yet um, so they go to costa rica um and that's exciting and by cleveland cleveland because like ugh, gross so okay so i was thinking the whole time that this was gonna be the reason there was like three hours is, is that they're gonna have this huge they're going to show all of the lead up and then Peter hurting himself and then them taking him to like the hospital 
and like all this drama and then they just don't do any of that at all <laughs> i literally do not understand why this week is five hours long there is nothing there is please please like let us know if somebody has like fucking information on like just why like just why like i don't it's I, if i just knew why i would feel better you know i feel like i could like make peace with it and i could just understand why i'm having to go through this anyway <sighs> so negative <laughs> so like <laughs> they go to this like beautiful like vista um that actually makes me nervous because it's so big i don't mm -hmm. know how that exists mm -hmm. um peter comes in and he has this what looks like just like a menstrual pad on his forehead a little bit it's like um, they like put some like putty on his head and it's like yeah. sweating and he's like sweating profusely because they're in costa rica and yeah. he's comes up and he's jolly as fuck and but all the girls immediately see it even though they definitely try to make it like skin tone anyway mm -hmm. so all the girls immediately see it and this was a real fun moment because he proceeds to tell a fake story as to how he got hurt and we all loved watching all the women and seeing which women uh did did not fall for it at all and we're like you're a fucking loser why are we even here right now and then the women who were like faking or just like emoting all this like genuine worry for their boyfriend who just got hurt by a puma? Puma, yeah. Puma. It's funny because like you can tell like the women that are just like, oh, I actually don't need this kind of clout to be successful on Instagram. And the women that absolutely need to stay around for another week to get sponsors. <laughs> because yeah. like Hannah Ann's just like, nah. That's not real. And like Tammy's just like, oh, I can't believe, you know, like it's like that kind of like stark difference between these women. And so, yeah, he said yeah. this like bullshit story. Like he got like attacked by a puma or some shit. Half of the women are either like dumb or believe it. And half of the women don't. And then they like, the producers made this decision to like show this like fuzzy like dramatized like version of like the events that happened where it it looks like a dateline episode where they like recreate shit <laughs> and it's just like wholly inappropriate but then they show the actual footage like the security footage of what happened which is so funny where it's literally just peter like drinking and like fully knocking his own ass out and having to get like 22 stitches because he like put a fucking gin and tonic or whatever into his forehead. I am like obsessed with it. I was right before they showed the actual security footage, I was about to comment out loud like, oh my God, how mad are the producers that they never got any of that on footage. And then they show the security camera footage of it and it's brutal. I knew a friend, like a good friend from like back in my early years who was just drinking and went to hug somebody and knocked like um, half their front tooth out because like, uh. the cup like hit the tooth so like shit like that's like uh like kind of one of my like worst nightmares and so i feel for peter but that was just like so funny but then they just like fucking moved on from it and i was like this is i'm i'm feel like i'm like looking behind me like as are, is somebody gonna jump out and be like y'all punked because like this is not the bachelor I know. Like they would have at least shown me footage of him being airlifted to the hospital, right? Like what's going on? Anyway, I mean, I guess I'm like fine. I didn't waste my time with it, but 
it's just, it feels like, um, like something worse is going to happen. You know, like what's, what are they, what are they keeping from us if they didn't want to show us this? Oh my it's God. It's so funny that you bring that up because like, um, like on Paradise a few seasons ago, like when Evan and Carly were on, like Evan had swollen ankles and they were like, you have to go to the hospital. And this dude is just, they like showed the whole thing. And like this dude, like cuts his fucking face open and they don't show us nothing like nothing and they don't show us like the scar or anything either so like mm. conspiracy theory Mm -mm. get slide in our dms let us know um so he goes on a one-on date with uh one-on-one date with sydney um and um that's i mean i don't know how i feel about her (laughs) i have a lot of emotions i think Mm. i like I think I like her and I connect with her backstory. I just like don't know that I appreciate how she's been depicted. Yeah. Yeah. I have, um, I definitely remind me, I have some like tea to talk about for sure from t- um, Twitter mm-hmm. today about that. So, you know, they go on, um, they go on a helicopter date and then, um, they, oh, what is it? They go, they just, yeah, they, let's see here. Um, what is it? I don't know. Oh yeah, he just like he thinks she's like mysterious, and they talk about like her exoticness, which is like really unfortunate. I mean, God, they don't Whoa. talk about her being exotic. That was the question okay. I had for you. Was okay. like when he he like um he well, first of all, Peter's just like I know that I put you through a lot. Thank you for being such a rock for me, which I think is bullshit. I think that's terrible. Mm-hmm. But he keeps referring to her as mysterious and she's like, oh yeah, people tell me that I'm mysterious all the time. And I was like, is that code oh. word for exotic? Because Sydney is mixed. Um, like her mom is white and her dad is black. Mm-hmm. And um, she is definitely more of Actually, I'm not gonna. I'm yeah, not yeah. gonna say anything. No, I think um, she, but here, here's the thing: she was raised by her white mother. Yeah, because um, the father uh, left at a young mm-hmm. age. Um, so she talks about how hard that was to be raised by. Um, I mean, she doesn't say the words specifically, but she actually kind of does. I mean, that it was hard to be raised by a single mom, first of all, and then the fact that they were kind of, you know, she was white presenting and. And um, Sydney is a person of color presenting. And so, like, there was uh, the, the people in their small, like, southern town were really fucking mean to her. They would call her mm-hmm. uh, really horrible. I don't feel like it's correct for us to say the words. Um, it's not our story. So I'm not going mm-hmm. to. But, yeah, they said some pretty bad slurs. They said shitty things to her mother that we can, I think, all put the pieces together um, mm-hmm. about raising a child of color and then being white, I guess. And so... Yeah, I mean, it sounds like she really struggled. And, like, it was really nice for her to be vulnerable about that. I think it's a really important story that the show showed and that they could have um, glossed over it somehow, you know. So I think yeah. it's important they did show I that. I think, like, one other, like, thing that we could talk about here is, I don't know. Like, I think it's complicated to talk about, especially for us, Um But, like, Peter says something to the effect of, like, so what is your background? Mm -hmm. And, like, asks her, like, exactly. It's basically, like, so what are you? Yeah. Which is weird because, like, while Peter does come from a multicultural background, Mm -hmm. Peter absolutely is white passing. Mm -hmm. 
and which is something we've talked about before. And it could have been a discussion about how they both come from multicultural backgrounds and like how that, you know, like that could have been shown in a different way. Mm-hmm. And it just like wasn't discussed wasn't. in that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I think that's like important because so many people have been talking about like, oh, like, like when we talked about why we thought Mike should have been bachelor, yeah. people were like, well, Peter's Cuban, like Peter's half Cuban or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. People were, it, it, it's just like, well, clearly like Peter does not have this. Peter is white passing. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry, everyone, everyone can come at me. I like, I don't even care. He has like, a lot of white privilege. He has, he has, he has white privilege. Yeah. He, like, definitely has, like, some cultural elements mm-hmm. that, like, connect him to his Cuban culture. But he gets all of the privilege of being a white person mm-hmm. in our society. And so, like, you can even tell, like, when he is talking to her in this moment that he is uncomfortable, like, talking about, like, racial things. And I'm not saying he doesn't – he shouldn't. I'm not saying he should feel comfortable talking about like racial sure. things. It's just like you can tell in this moment that he's not a person of color, you know? Yeah. Like, like yeah, he's asking you to like sp- break it down specifically and then he's so proud of his his culture, his, you know, background and, and it's yeah. Like, and they totally could have had a conversation about like what it was like growing up mixed, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Because they're both mixed, mm-hmm. but the implications of that are different. I just okay, so I think it's I think it's okay if I talk about it now because oh yes, no, it totally is. Um, because the tea. So basically, she on the night part of the, her date, she alludes to like all of the um harassment her and her mother got from uh, the mixed element. But then she talked about how she was bullied a bunch and had to like sit in her on the bathroom stall and eat lunch and she was really bullied and all these different things. And then so today on Twitter, a woman who went to high school with her um, showed a bunch of like receipts for the fact that she went to high school with Sydney and that Sydney was like a pageant girl and also went to the same school as Hannah B. Literally there's like six photos of her standing next to Hannah B. It's, I know Danica just fell to the ground. It's, kind of amazing people are on the internet are kind of losing their minds because they're like this is the twist we didn't like see coming like are you what like sydney went to school with hannah b literally like the same well i think we should was a grade lower but she was like photos of them next to each other um so people were like quick to jump on sydney and say all this shit online they were like she's like just like straight up lying she was like kind of a popular pageant girl look at these photos she wasn't bullied blah blah this is like such a pity thing all these things and and i, I was kind of like oh interesting yeah maybe she is like lying right and then sydney went on and did a like seven tweets where she really kind of calls it out and is like um photos are deceiving yes i was like occasionally in these like little pageant things in a small ass town because i was she was like, I'm beautiful. Like people like thought I was pretty. I won some things here and there, right? She's like, but I was still mercilessly bullied. I was racially profiled. I people would put Oreos in my locker. They would slam me in things. They would write things on our sidewalks. She like went into like great detail of her trauma, which is like, I was like, oh my gosh, she does not need to do that. You know, like 
that's so brave to do that. And then she shared two screenshots of what like random, you know, Bachelor Nation people slid into her DM saying some of the most horrible slurs. And so she just like, I hate that I have to fucking do this, but like this person doesn't know who I am or like doesn't know the struggles I really went through, even though she like went to school with me or whatever. So let that just be for the people listening to, I mean, I am going to side on the side of somebody being like, I was harassed, you know? Um, Yeah, no, like I, like, I will say like, I fell backwards, like when you said that, but I was thinking about like my own experience in high school and like, I'm, yeah, I'm hot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's not very hot. Danica's very hot. Yes. Um, but like, I was also like bullied in high school <laughs> for like any number of reasons. And I'm a white person. Like I have so many privileges that I totally like recognize, but like people were not nice to me mm-hmm. in high school either. Mm-hmm. Like people are just like not nice for so many reasons. Yeah. And like for like mixed or black or like, you know, like queer or Mm-hmm. whomever like however you identify or exist as like yeah. there are so many things you can get bullied for and it doesn't have to make sense mm-hmm. like, and you can still like have friends and still go to popular things and still like be in clubs and still be considered to be bullied I mean I, I've been bullied as a comic and I have lots of friends and I'm pretty successful with what I do but I'm like I have actual people who try to hurt me with like words and slander. So like you really, you know, it could, yeah, it takes many forms. Um, you know, there was like some receipts that you kind of are questionable about. She's claimed she never went to a homecoming dance. This person showed a photo of her at a homecoming, but you know, I, it was just like lots of little things, but ultimately I am really sad and disheartened, not surprised um, that there are racists who are, um, coming at Sydney online and it's unfortunate and uh yeah that's it just goes to show how messy this season is like literally no one is clean you just look at all these different people like Victoria P did something bad Victoria F did something bad LA is kind of weird you know like everyone has something that you're like (laughs) anyway moving on though he uh Peter at one point also told uh Sydney when there are still a zillion other people in the house that she's like the best kisser there uh, she should feel good about I guess but like it it's like further proof to me that like Peter does not belong in this position bring Mike back just eliminate Peter <laughs> kill him <laughs> kill him and then put Mike bring in. back Mike Bring then, Mike. put me in put me in coach <laughs> oh my god he told me he loved me i i will do a great job um but like he i i feel like peter has a hard time drawing boundaries and mm-hmm. he's either like zero or a hundred yeah and like there's nothing really in between but like he can be convinced one way or the other mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and the women smell it and they know it and that's like that's it's like that's what we're seeing happening is they are literally they see that he can be manipulated and um strong word but like yeah and they're just like we're gonna do this and we know we'll be praised for it 
you know, we'll be given a rose or we'll, you know, <sighs> boy, oh man, if they really, it's like a, like he's, he's like a wounded animal and they're just like, we can, we can smell the blood and we just like go after it. Anyway. I mean, Sharks. I'm loving this season. I'll tell you what, it's fucking messy. As no, shit. I love it. <laughs> it's terrible. I love it. So they go on a group date and basically it is uh, America's next top model. Come back to life. Bless. <sighs> I Bless. 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 It's a photo shoot in the fucking Costa Rican jungle. And it's so, it's so, um, I wish Tyra was there. That would have been really great. We had, wait, yeah, we had that um, other top model person earlier in the season. Why didn't they? Janice Dickinson, right? Janice Dickinson? Janice Dickinson has been on and Miss J has also been on. Yeah. Like, just why? Why anyway, whatever. Anyway. Um, gosh, I remember. One thing I would like to say, because it leads into drama that happens later. Kelsey um, yes, 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 yes. is like shown like crying by herself mm-hmm. with some white wine. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Tammy is trying to comfort her. And give her some perspective. Yes. And um, she is talking about, like, Tammy is talking to Kelsey about, like, how she feels about this whole thing. Like, definitely does say some comforting words. Like, Mm -hmm. I will give her, like, that credit. Mm -hmm. But, like, she's also like, oh, do you not like her? Like, about Sydney while this woman is wasted yeah um that's what i got tonight too when i was watching it for the second time i was like she's kind of doing some leading questions and kelsey thinks that she's in a space where she could like be um open and and she's like in a safe space while she's intoxicated you know Mm -hmm. um so yeah she kind of goes and like says oh i'm I'm just sad i'm just sad about peter and i because I, I'm, you know, because I really like him and it's hard to see him go on any dates. But then, yeah, as Tammy kind of leads her into talking about Sydney and she kind of t- shit talks Sydney for a little bit. And it's like, I mean, we would all do that. I feel like Tammy, anyone would do that anyway. Yeah. But like, that's one thing I wanted to talk about tonight was mm-hmm. that like, there is a drink limit on this show. Mm-hmm. So like, Tammy might have had a point. But the way that she goes about, like, talking about this is nuts. It's like, she's just like, oh, this person has a drinking problem, blah, 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 blah. And that's, that literally can't be true. Like, she literally says, like, this person's drank, like, ten bottles of wine. And it's like, no, these people can have two drinks per hour. Mm -hmm. And, like, it might, like, it was, like, obviously, Kelsey was drunk. Yeah, but like she was, for sure. She was not blacked out by any means. I like watching it today no. as fresh as I was like, no, she's just white wine wine drunk a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean and and tired, you know, she's like tired. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, we have all been that drunk, and it's not anything that anybody has to worry about because the show has made it impossible mm-hmm. for these people to like worry about stuff like that. Yeah. And so like, to make her seem, like, unstable or, like, she's, like, a Chad or a Lace mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yes, for else. Yeah, that that's back. just, that's just not, that's not happening, no, you know, like. Really not. She can be drunk and, like, lots of people are drunk all the time on the show, but, like, 
you don't need to be putting your concern on this. There are other people to take care of that. So true. Oh, we'll definitely get into all that. Um, I'm glad you brought it up though. Cause that is like the main thing that sets it up for later for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go in the script date and they're doing a model um, thing where they're modeling bikinis and bathing suits um, near a waterfall. Apparently it's um, being done by Cos- uh, Cosmo and they're going to be, you know, um, they're just going to be doing some photos. And then I guess a winner is going to be decided and they'll be on the cover of um, Cosmo with Peter, which I'm like, which would come out next month. It would be the March issue. Oh man. And also like, what a weird, boring cover. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, but what? Um, no one's buying that. Um, okay. No one asked for this, but um, like, we like the bachelor as a country, but like, I don't think that's what we needed. Um, but we have to talk about, of course, um, the, the real drama of the state, which is them painting uh bikini bottoms onto all of these people what the actual fuck i watched that again today and i didn't even remember that because this show's so fucking long okay yeah well you know there's so there every time somebody has like a too slightly too skimpy of a bikini bottom or a side boot, oh yeah they oh, paint yeah. on um this like you know they try to literally color match the bikini bottom and paint it onto their body and it is bananas, truly horrible, disgusting, uh, offensive. I'm so confused. I'm like, I, it's funny. It's funny, but I'm also like actually kind of mad because it's like it's 2000 fucking 20. Are we literally going to that length to se- to censor like a slight part of the butt cheek? Well, literally, he's making out. With Sydney and all these women, he's like, he practically fucked Sydney on some rocks and they were covering half of her ass. I'm like, what is middle America afraid of? You want to see this man like finger bang her, but then, and then he also finger bang like 20 other people because he's like in a polyamorous relationship, but that's okay with you and your God, but you can't see half an ass cheek. Yeah. What's going on? I just had to say it. Anyway. Mm. Oh no! Keep keep talking. It was just, into it. It's just I don't get it, but it's also fucking hilarious because like clearly I don't know what intern is doing it, but they need to be fired. Um, and then actually just pay somebody. Oh, like, you have so much money, ABC. Why is why are we doing it this way? I don't get yeah, it. Don't rob interns of their opportunity sure. to make zero dollars. <laughs> My apologies. Oh Come boy, on. they get paid in exposure. Come on, Jenna. <laughs> Anyway, um, Jenna is, um, you know, against workers' rights. Uh, vote for Bernie Sanders. Thank you. Wow. Hey, getting political. Uh, date card pod. Uh, um, official endorsement. Bernie we don't really. Sanders, goodbye. <laughs> we don't really have to talk about much about this, but of course, the winner is Victoria Fascist, and um, she wins the second modeling uh, competition of the season. Uh, for people keeping track and um, you know what's the probably the best thing is that today we woke up to the beautiful tweet from Cosmo the paper the magazine itself informing us that they will not be releasing the cover shoot of Victoria and Peter because they do not agree with her stance and her actions of working with a company that is very racist thoughts Mm -hmm. Oh, my thoughts are 
No, I'm like a thousand percent on board with this. Mm -hmm. I want to read part of the quote that they said. I'm opening it really fast. Yeah. Um, it's really uh, she says, OK, so the editor in chief writes, it wasn't until a few weeks ago that I found out that the woman I'd chosen had in her past modeled in an ad campaign wearing White Lives Matter attire. And I'm I'm intervening here to say, like, this is like what you and I, I think, have tried to say um, and just like haven't said quite as yeah. well. But this person uh, says so it like, really beautifully. Yes, this is like what we were trying to say for the past few weeks um uh in parentheses here it says it's been reported that what she modeled for was actually a marlin lives matter organization focused on preventing white and blue marlin from being overfished which used quote-unquote white lives matter and quote-unquote blue lives matter messaging in its promotional shirts and hats in my view the nature of the organization is neither here nor there both phrases and the belief systems they represent are rooted in racism and therefore problematic. Oh. Uh, oh. Unequivocally, the White Lives Matter movement does not reflect the values of the Cosmo brand. We stand in solidarity with Black Lives Matter. Hell yeah. Oh. In any cause that fights to end injustices for people of color. My team and I had many long discussions about how we wanted to address this issue. We already printed the fashion shoot in our March issue, complete with an inset of the cover. And of course, the episode has already been filmed. Ultimately, what felt right was choosing not to publish the digital cover on our website or social feeds and simply being honest with you, the audience we respect about what happened where we stand. And like, I think earlier they said, um, oh, where was it? They basically were like, this has been published in print already because mm -hmm. we had no idea what was going to air and what would come out about yeah. these people. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's totally fair. And I, I am like, that's just how life is. And that's how TV is. You didn't know. Mm -hmm. None of us knew until literally like four weeks ago. Um, so, you know, good on them for, I mean, that's like the most beautiful statement I've ever heard before too because they really acknowledge all the aspects of it and then they admit they're like um and here's the problem like in a couple weeks you're all gonna see you're gonna see this and we're not happy with it because this is not where we stand on this and it's like mm -hmm. good on you for just like knowing and calling that out ahead of time and i mean the fact that like a magazine like used all of that language just so beautifully i just i got chills when you read it again it's like mm -hmm. it's exactly what we've been trying to say and exactly the reason why Victoria's responses on Instagram and other places where like it's just about fish have is not the point. It's just not the point. It's hollow. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm interested to see how the rest of that plays out. Um, but uh, we really appreciate Cosmo for doing the right thing. You know, good on you. Thanks, babies. Yeah. Maybe I'll buy a magazine. I don't know. Maybe if you put more people on the cover who are not, um, who are me or yeah, not uh, no. I, you know, no, more I get it. More diversity. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, so gosh, I mean, we're just really, there's just so much oh, drama. There's so much. I mean, I really, should we just kind of like, uh, 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 I go, okay, I'm going to really boil it down. We're just going to get to like the nuts and bolts of it. Okay. So mm -hmm. group date or the, the, the night to night portion of the group date. Basically, Victoria tells, I'm sorry, Kelsey tells 
Peter that she's like falling in love with him too early. Not good, but that's happening. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, but basically, uh, Tammy takes it upon herself to tell Peter that she um, witnessed Kelsey having a quote mental breakdown. And that basically spirals into the rest of the drama of the night. Um, I think it's important to note that I think that, you know, you can be probably, Tammy was probably also a little buzzed, um, nervous. She's on TV. She's talking to a person she quote unquote likes. I think she might have meant to say an emotional breakdown or she might've also meant to say just like she had a really emotional kind of drunken night that concerns me. And I, I wonder if using the term, the actual phrasing mental breakdown was not super intentional. Um, however, it's like not a good phrase to use um, when you're talking about somebody else who you don't even know. And like, I, you know, it's like she's diagnosing this person and it's not okay. Um, right. I think that like the part that makes me feel like it was intentional is because like the only time I ever say anything like that to anybody is if I know the person mm -hmm. super well and I'm just like hey I want to talk to this person I'm nervous mm -hmm. like like you should not be talking about strangers in this way mm -hmm. to strangers yeah basically. um <laughs> so like Tammy the fact that this is a competition show just like you're never gonna come off super well in this situation, just being like, hey, actually, I think this person is fucking crazy. And here's why. Because they had, I don't know, like, a bottle of wine. Like, yeah. again, like, I, oh, I just, like, don't get it, dude. Yeah. Um, it just, it spirals out of control, for sure. And Peter tells Kelsey that he's concerned about her and wants to check in with her and make sure that she's is not having a mental breakdown and she's like no i'm just like emotional and i'm just sad like duh and he's like okay no totally yeah i get it you're like sad to see me date other people but i just want to make sure and um to kelsey's credit she handles it pretty well and doesn't like you know ask for like details she just is like no this is who i am and this is how it is you know and then oh well, like, Tammy, too, also, like, when she's talking to Peter, she's, like, uh, like, Kelsey's behavior is making me feel like I can't focus on my relationship with you mm -hmm. for some reason. Yeah. Like, that's your problem. That is not Kelsey's problem, and that is not Peter's problem. That is you needing to focus on something else. Like, mm -hmm. and so, but, like, she's throwing out, like, a huge red flag like it's really yeah I it's mean, really sad because that, that happens that often happens to a character in the show for sure where they can't focus on the relationship because they're actually like probably not into the guy so instead they focus on another woman um around the stage of the show but yeah usually it's not this like intense where they're like labeling these kinds of like <sighs> diagnoses and things like that um talking about how much she drinks um all these different things uh kelsey finds out about this she comes back to the group date and is like somebody's been talking about me and saying that i'm an alcoholic and that i'm like having a mental breakdown and everyone just kind of like goes well i mean you were having a really hard time and this is really 
um, we're just like, we're all struggling and you're the one that's like really kind of struggling the worst. And we, I, it was, I mean, we don't have to go into details, but ultimately it was a really problematic scene because a lot of people were being very dismissive of somebody who was just like expressing their emotions. You know, and Natasha comes in at one point and is like, well, when I'm really sad, I like just sit with my feelings and I write and I'm like, chill. It's like, good for you. But like, you do not need to be judging other people who express their feelings a different way. Kelsey very much is like, I can cry. I can do whatever, you know, like I'm expressing myself, you know? Um, oh boy. I didn't At know. the same time, like Tammy is talking about like, oh, you were upset about a bottle of champagne for four days. And that was the point where I was like, oh yeah, true. Fair, 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 fair. But like, that's not, that's not your job. You're but, like, you're not a therapist. Yeah. Like you're not like a doctor you yeah. don't get to like just be that person that decides when people are like ill mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. like when people are like going through like trauma or whatever like you don't get to be that person no it's so like, true bad, you would just go to all of the fucking what 400 person staff mm-hmm on the show and Mm -hmm. just be like hey I'm worried about this person Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they would get them the help that they need Mm -hmm. like but no like you're doing some TV bullshit like you're being an asshole that's really what it boils down to I mean truly if she if she cared if she cared she would uh, yeah oh boy so that kind of ends that and then the next day they're all just kind of simmering about it and then Kelsey goes to actually go see Peter in his little like um, private suite and wants to kind of clear the air because at some point we find out that Sydney also mentioned to Kelsey that she was concerned about her drinking and the fact that she might be popping pills which is again so fucking problematic. Um, so she wants to really kind of get ahead of this and I don't blame her. Where the fuck are they getting pills? They're I, not. They're not. It's, it's not, not happening. No, it's not. Shut um, up. So, yeah, like, I, oh, my God. You're right. Like, they have a very strict system there. You can't bring shit in. Um, so like what pills? Benadryl? Yeah. Like, ibuprofen? Oh God. Uh, them just, like, putting on their little, like, notepad of, like, wish list shit that they want. Like, oh. Well, later on, I'm jumping ahead real quick, Kelsey does... I think do a really amazing moment of when she could, does confront Tammy later on and the whole group. She's like, and then Tammy's like, well, I don't know what kind of medication you're on, which is again, so fucking problematic. Um, uh, Kelsey looks her dead in the eye. She's like, I'm on Adderall and birth control. And I was like, yes, girlfriend, please. Thank you. Like, and that's, um, she doesn't have to fucking say her business on national television, but I'm proud. I'm like, I'm proud and happy she did. Like, good for you. Yeah. I'm on Adderall and fucking birth control. You and every 26 year old in this town. Anyway. So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> like, it's amazing. But yeah. So she goes to like, kind of jump ahead of it and like, make sure Peter doesn't like hear some shit. And honestly, good for fucking her. I am not mad about that. Um, she... It just tells him basically this is what's being said about me and I want you to know it's not what's happening. I'm I'm just a normal sad white girl. <laughs> and Peter gets it. Wow, he's like, you know you what? <laughs> he's like, you know what? Yeah, you're a normal sad white girl. And that's I'm respected. <laughs> that's so fucking real. Um 
And, you know, she's just like, I just wanted to be honest with you. And, like, I'm trying to work past this. And I don't know why this is all happening. But let's just, like, move past it. And then he does another. He goes back to his old ways. He's not confident at all. He's just making, not making good decisions. He, like, reaches in his little asshole. And he pulls out a fucking rose. And he gives it to this bitch. I mean, I cannot. <laughs> It's really mean. She just spent probably 30 minutes telling you about how the women are attacking her in the house. And then you're going to give her something that they're going to attack her for having. I'm mind blown. Just give it to her at the fucking rose ceremony. I swear to God. I swear. I don't know. Anyway, so we get to the rose ceremony, basically. Um, And Chris Harrison walks in. We have one more one-on-one, No. Oh my god! Oh god! We we didn't talk about Kelly because who the fuck wants to talk about Kelly? <sighs> I was such a Kelly person. Yeah, same. That's one on one's annoying. Um, it's gonna be quick. Yeah. Basically, it's one of those like spiritual guide dates where it's <laughs> like, uh, this feels problematic to even watch. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, her. They do like one of those like. I don't know. It's like a candle date or something. Yeah. It's something that has like a lot of cultural significance. And I, I don't mean to sound like glib or mm-hmm. anything. Like I don't appreciate what this means, but I, I don't really know what it means and neither do they. And uh, her candle goes out and we're just like, wait, does that mean something? <laughs> does that mean they're not meant to be together. Um, oh my God. Um, <laughs> So she tells him that, like, I think Kelly is one of those people also that feels entitled for his attention mm-hmm. because she's met him before. Mm-hmm. Like, she she knew him before the show started. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she doesn't want to fight for it. And we're all just like, ma'am, you were on The Bachelor like why why do you think that you don't have to work as hard as everybody else um but after like one single conversation she seems to feel more comfortable vying for his attention we'll see a proof in the pudding i don't know i doubt she's gonna really fight for him that much more so no but he gives her the rose anyway and like it's just like a mess it's he i mean i'll give him credit for being like kind of trying to get it out of her like dude you have to give me something yeah it's we it's wild yeah Yeah. and then the okay we're moving fast here Mm -hmm. but it's happening uh i hated their date yeah it was so boring i know whatever and like yeah we'll see what happens with her she he kept her so. so kelsey makes this big move where the day after um what's her face's date i like i literally forgot it and i just read it kelly kelly it's li- literally my notes are two sentences long and I already forgot her name. So Kelsey makes a big move where she goes over to Peter's hotel room. And as she's walking out of the house, Tammy is literally talking shit about her. Mm-hmm. And everyone that was also talking shit about her is like, where the fuck is this bitch going? And... I'm just like, grow up. You all know where she's going. Yeah, come on now. Um, Kelsey goes to tell Peter that some of 
the girls just don't understand that she's falling in love with him. And uh, she like apologizes to him about nothing. I don't know. Like just like for being a woman, I guess. Um, She also says that Tammy is telling everyone that she's popping pills and is an alcoholic. And Peter comforts her by telling her that maybe Tammy is just jealous of her. And I'm like, okay, dad, what the fuck? Oh, I didn't hear that. That's pretty. Uh, Oh, boy. Oh, boy. (laughs) Like, they're just jealous of you, sweetie. Like, shut up, dad. I don't even have a dad. (laughs) And I know that that's dad material. Oh my god. Shut up. So real. He is the worst bachelor in all of history. And like I'm saying this like as Ari exists. Who was literally the worst bachelor of all time. And Chris Souls killed a person. (laughs) And Peter is the worst bachelor in all of history. And then, like, like all of a sudden, because Kelsey reveals nothing, I don't even know. Like, she didn't even, like, tell anything. He gives her a rose, and she's safe for some reason. <laughs> and I'm mad. You have very, you have all the reason to be mad. I'm so, I mean, yeah, he's really, he's really mucked it up big time, buddy. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry for the voice levels in that. I was screaming when I did all those things. Okay, so we, we're going to rose ceremony. Hell time. Hell time. Fast and Furious, y'all. Uh, Fast and Furious 12. Rose time. Um, Basically, Chris comes out and he's like, no rose ceremony. LOL. Yeah, LOL. And this, this thus begins the beginning of our journey with McKenna's tongue. Um, because... <laughs> Immediately when Chris says there's no rose for ceremony, McKenna's tongue um, uh, gets possessed, I guess. And um, it it starts just like moving around in her mouth. And it's, I mean, it's probably the most blessed thing. And I was so mad about when the third hour started and we were like dying. And then when this happened, I was like, well, you know what? Fucking just fucking strap me in, bitch. I am here for it. I want to thank McKenna for uh, teaching me how to eat a woman out. <laughs> it's 2020. I'm 28 years old. I'm gay. And I've been gay for a long time. Still don't know how to eat anybody out. <laughs> thank you, McKenna. Thank you. Thank you, McKenna. Oh, my God. Um, so, basically, um, yeah. So, he, 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 he. No, Jenna. Moment of silence for McKenna. Oh, yeah. I don't know what the song is. That was close. Um, close um, enough. So basically, they immediately start jumping down Kelsey's back because they assume that he canceled this because of something she said during her um, private, you know, secret snaky time with him. Um, and I don't really think that's the case. I think he was just tired and like he already knew who he wanted to send home and just like whatever, right? But I think it's because he is a coward. Oh, oh yeah. I think it's the same shit from earlier. Like I think truly he like Yeah. No, it's right. No, he no, does no. not want to be held accountable for his decision. Oh true, yeah. And he gave Kelsey a rose. Like he would have been oh my God, you're right. Like all 15 people would have, like, been like, what the fuck, dude? 
What the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Oh my god. Yeah, you're right. I, yeah, that would have been a really uncomfortable rose um, cocktail party for him. Oh boy. Oh god. He's so. He's so cowardly. Problematic um, Peter. So yeah, basically everyone's freaking out or whatever, and then McKenna starts like really like losing it. Um, they she she was ready to like burst, and this is like the thing. It, I kept saying over and over again to y'all last night. I was like, this is just like wild to watch because like McKenna was not at risk of going home. She's like a pretty thin young blonde woman. He still wanted her around. Like maybe she's definitely not going to be in like top four but like she was not at risk of going home but she was acting like she was gonna I it was wild how afraid she was of leaving and like she was just like screaming at the women I'm so fucking frustrated I can't believe you guys ruined another fucking cocktail party she was like losing it and I mean it was entertaining but wow mm-hmm. wow Wow. And that tongue, it just boom, 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 all over her mouth. I, it's, oh God, it was so distracting. The thing is, like, I don't know where her lips went. <laughs> yeah, she where was, they go? just like sucking them in on fire and just like, mm, ah. it was really <laughs> beautiful. Um, so, yeah, okay. So, Kelsey, I'm dying about the fact that, like, I mean, like, Peter did a bunch of, like, coward shit Mm -hmm. he wants to avoid his consequences and then like tammy is asking kelsey if she said anything about her to peter lexi and mckenna flip out on kelsey for ruining their chances at a cocktail party because there's no cocktail party Mm. like they're for some reason like the producers just let them like do their own shit until peter's ready yeah 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 and so, like, McKenna was going to show – McKenna gets upset because she's like, I need to show Peter my heart. I had my drama story <laughs> ready to go. She really had and, it, yeah. I, and we're, we're dying to know what McKenna's – 22-year-old McKenna's trauma story is. We've been making bets. We think she failed her driver's license test twice. Um, we're not sure what the trauma is, but we think it might be that. Um, so she loses it. And then, yes, yeah, so then Tammy confronts Kelsey and then – the other people kind of continue to confront Kelsey a little bit. But then she's like, hey, but you said that I was having, I had alcohol problem and then I was popping pills. And then all the women turn on Tammy. And that was bananas. Um, I mean, it's fair. I think Tammy needed to be called out. But it was like so wild to see how quickly the women just like flipped. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was wild too. Because like, especially... Because before that, everyone was like, oh, my worst fear is, like, Peter not knowing who I am. Yeah. <laughs> baloney. Yeah, baloney. Stop it. So, I mean, we could ultimately, like I said, Tammy is just, like, unnecessarily hyper-concerned with the alcohol consumption of Kelsey and calls her an alcoholic. All these, I'm concerned for your alcoholic tendencies. Oh, my Lord. That was, oh, boy. I, I really, oof. That's not good. all the alcoholics in the room were just. We all looked at each other and we were just like, no, that's not it. As we're um, all drinking right now. And then basically, they're like, 
then they start really turning on Tammy. Not only are they like, it's inappropriate for you to talk about somebody's medication consumption. Like, what are you doing? But like, also, why are you talking to Peter about other women? We don't talk to Peter about other women, which was a lie. But anyway, they all kind of freak out on her. Blah, 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 blah. Sydney kind of gets into it. And she's like, you just need to like, stop fucking talking to Peter about other women. I don't do that at all. But then Tammy was like, well, wait, didn't you fucking talk to him about Alea? Which is what she did do. So, hmm. anyway, um, another weird part about Sydney. It's like no one's clean in this situation. Um, and then it just kind of goes back and forth. And that's kind of it, really. They just get really upset at each other. And then they go to the actual rose ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, a lot of it is, like, really frustrating because, like, there could be a real conversation there. Mm-hmm. But so much of it is, like, you're psycho, you're, like, crazy, like, you're, like, all of these things that are, like, absolutely, like, ableist. And so, like, clearly none of it, and I mean, like, I mean, like, being ableist, like... No, it, it, it is. No, it's truly. Some like Metal America would be like, oh, like crazy isn't a bad word. No. Like I use crazy also as a person and like I should stop, but like people still use it and in a way that maybe might not be ableist, but like the way that these people are using it is absolutely meant to be like shameful like they are saying literally that because of somebody's emotional uh unstability that they are not worthy of love and capable of being in a monogamous or loving relationship that is literally what they are saying all of them they're all calling to each other who is like more emotionally stable is more worthy of love than someone who is not and that's that sucks it's disgusting yeah like it's gross. And the Sydney is not clean from that. She was like quoted as saying multiple times, like, oh, somebody's psycho. They're crazy. They're, uh, she screams it at Tammy, actually. She goes, yo, you're crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy over and over again. It's like, yeah. Oh, man. It's not, it's not pretty. Um, and really, th- that part is not good, but we'll see how it goes. Um, he has the rose ceremony. And then basically, Tammy interrupts him and goes to talk to him privately. And then we don't see what actually happens. And then McKenna gets cannot handle anymore and interrupts and steals Peter from Tammy to have her private session. Also, we don't see what happens, which is like really, I'm like, I don't know what these producers are doing. Um, it was bananas. At one point we see that um, Kelly, I think it was, or no, Maddie was um, <laughs> laying on the ground while everyone had to just wait for this drama to be over. And that was pretty priceless. <laughs> we definitely have to give props to Madison, who's just literally taking a nap on the ground while they wait for that. Um, I was like listening to Nick Viall and he said, he's like, that probably took an hour out of the rose ceremony for them to have those two private conversations plus ITMs. It probably took an extra hour just for them to film that one part of the, the rose ceremony. So like the women are pissed and uh, understandably. Um, so anyway, he sends home. Mm, oh, Cheyenne and Lexi. God bless. You know what? I hated it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hated it. Yeah. You hate to see it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Lexi. I was talking to 
Andrew about it earlier and he reminded me who Lexi was because I I both loved her and forgot about her. Yeah, a million times. But she was great and she did she had some really great lines kind of during the drama and I mean I think she'll probably be on BIP. It's hard to say. Um she might go the normal route of being like, I'm actually not gonna involve myself with any of that drama. So we'll see. Um, so that's pretty much it, y'all. I can't believe it. We did it. And actually it's like only a little over an hour long, so I mean, like, please just, like, praise us and give us validation for what we just did. <laughs> please. Please, God. I'm, I'm very proud of God and Christ and Beyonce. Yes, please. please. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens on Wednesday, tomorrow night, and um, go from there. I'll try not to spoil you much, Danica, while you're on your trip. Unless you want me to. Oh, no. I'm watching tomorrow, oh. but I won't be able to record. Oh, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Um, rad. Well, I mean, y'all, what else can we say? Um, let us know your thoughts and feelings. Unless your thoughts and feelings are to defend racism or to be really ableist on our page. We don't want any of that. Um so just don't bother with that um we're not the podcast for you if that's your feeling about that um but other than that let us know there are podcasts for you (laughs) have you heard of joe rogan (laughs) have you that's so good i know he endorsed bernie and i i mean sorry jenna but we endorse bernie (laughs) i endorse bernie too we don't we totally do and um and honestly, I may guess good that Joe does because I think that maybe that will help us win. I don't know. Um, no, but, I think so. Yeah. Uh, but if y'all fucking nerds are just like here to, mm-hmm. if you're here to fight, um, we're too tired. We're too tired for it. So anyway, that's about it. Well, anyway, make sure you're subscribed to us and that you give us a review if you'd like. Um, that would be cool. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your boss, tell your mailman, tell everybody. And um, that's pretty much it. Make sure you uh, follow us on all the social media channels and look at the memes and share them. And make sure you're following uh, So Below Media as well for their other podcasts because we love being on their network. Um, I think that's about it, though, because we are both um, fucking dead tired and I am pretty drunk. (laughs) And I have a job interview tomorrow. If you don't wish me luck, you'll die. Please, everybody wish Danica all the luck. I really hope she gets this job. And, I mean, I think you're going to do great. You're killing it. Love you. Love you more. Um, And we love you guys. Bye. Bye. Very gentle. Very gentle goodbye. Thank you for listening to Descartes Pod. Make sure you're following us on social media. On Instagram, we are Descartes Pod. On Twitter, we are Descartes Podcast. You can email us at DescartesThePodcast at gmail and make sure you're following your hosts. Danica is at Drunk Feminist on Instagram and Jenna is Jenna with a smile. Make sure you are subscribed to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Hey, leave us a review. This is the final podcast tonight when you are ready. 
Hello, my name is Kaya. And I'm Marissa. And this is Well, Well, Why Not? Not. Join us every Monday as we discuss movies, science, technology, history. Sometimes I think about all the different things we talk about. And they're not even categories. Because you know what? We're geeky. We're nerdy. So like every millennial, we started a podcast. Because that's what we need. More podcasts. Absolutely. Join us every Monday and listen to Well, Why Not? A podcast because. Just because. Just just really because we had this microphone. Well, why not? <laughs> For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is As Above, So Below.